and welcome to the Love More Live Bless podcast, where I am totally convinced that creating a positive, safe, and fun family environment can produce a nature of love, happier families, and can ultimately change the world. I am an eternal optimist at heart, and I feel like understanding positivity is one thing, but sometimes applying positivity to everyday life can feel like another. This is why I'm reaching out to you three days a week with new episodes to help you and me remember what matters most. As moms, it's us, how we care for ourselves and how we treat and love others. I believe taking care of ourselves will help us take care of our families in a richer way. I'm your host, Crystal Mendez, and I'll be here each week providing practical ways you can infuse positivity into your own life and helping you create a life you love. All right, guys, I am so happy to be here on a Monday night. My recording days are Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, and I am trying really hard to stick to that schedule to bring you new episodes each week infused with positivity and practical advice. So today we are talking about progress over perfection. So one thing that I've struggled with a lot in my life is perfectionism. I've had, honestly, I've had a struggle my entire life with the perfectionism. I can look back upon the girl and the woman that I used to be and I kind of just cringe because I was so focused on my idea of perfectionism and how I wanted everything to play out in my head, how I wanted my kids to be, how I wanted my family, how I wanted people to see us. And when that didn't happen or didn't go my way, I just couldn't handle it. And I would shut down or just be mean or turn into negativity. I That's why I cringe when I think about it. And it's not that I'm 100% better now, but I've learned so, ma- so much in these last couple of years when I've been focusing on um, positivity and infusing that into my life and into my family. My relationships are way different now. And the person that I am now is completely different than who I was at 25. So some things that I wish I would have said to myself as a 25-year-old, as a 15-year-old, is are things like this, like stop missing opportunities because of your self-esteem issues. No one judges you as harshly as you do. And that is so true. We all have this idea of, you know, our perfect self. And Sometimes if you let that perfect self win and, you know, you you want everyone to view you as your perfect self instead of as your authentic self, you're going to miss opportunities because you're going to come across some self-esteem issues and you're not going to be able to say yes to things. It happened so much to me. And sometimes it even happens now where I have to recognize it and say, oh no, you know what? Yes, I am going to go out with my friends. It doesn't matter if I feel like I don't look perfect. You know, I'm going to go out and I'm going to have fun anyway, or I'm going to take this new opportunity because even though I don't feel like maybe I'm not qualified for it, obviously these, you know, whoever's offering me the opportunity thinks that I am. So I can, I can do that. 
Um, another thing I would have told myself is stop following the crowd because you're too afraid to go your own way. Go your own way. You'll find something better. I think that's really a message for my younger self, even as a younger mom. I just, you know, being so worried about what everybody else is doing around me really stopped me from becoming my most authentic self at that younger age. Um, Another thing that I can say to myself even now is stop expecting your family to read your mind. Stop expecting your kids to clean like you would. Stop expecting your husband to read your mind. You know, and and here's my thing. I I love clean. I I feel best in a clean and clear home. I know we talked about clutter. If you haven't heard that episode, just look a few episodes back. There is a, a post all about clutter and getting the clutter out of your life and how it helps with your mental um, mental clutter and you know everything that's going on internally for you is getting rid of that clutter that you can see every day. But one of my things is I wanted my family too clean like I would. So I would go behind them and I would make smart comments or I would just, you know, freak out if they, if it wasn't perfect. And I really just stopped that honestly, because I have been following um, the Fly Lady. She's got a website at flylady.net and she gives you emails every day on what to focus on, how to get the clutter out of your home and what to focus on cleaning wise. And one of her tips in there was, you know, to get your kids involved. And she said, it doesn't have to be perfect. It's just got to get done. Oh my God, that was an eye opener for me. It doesn't have to be perfect. It just has to be done. How many times have I not done things because I knew I wasn't going to be able to do it the perfect way that I wanted. So I just didn't complete the project or the post or the episode or whatever it was. It's crazy. It's crazy to think about that. Nothing will ever be perfectly the way I have it envisioned in my head. But as long as it's done. Like, for example, the cleaning is done. That's great. That's less work. You know, um, today, for example, my kids each picked three chores to do ranges from cleaning all the mirrors, taking the trash out of the bathroom, wiping down the doors inside and out of the house, um, vacuuming and washing the sheets and pillowcases. They got everything done. I didn't have to do anything. I just made dinner and cleaned up the kitchen while they took care of all the other chores in the house. And so they're pretty much done. We're done with our major cleaning for the entire week. And we just have to do little maintenance stuff that we like to do. Like we have a dog, so we keep the um, carpets vacuumed pretty much every single day. But before we would probably be cleaning for hours because I wanted it perfect. So then I would have to go help them and then I would be behind on everything I wanted to do. Today, I was like, nope, you guys are going to do it. I trust you. It doesn't have to be perfect. We just got to get it done. And that freed up so much time for me, but also it strengthens my relationship with my children. Because if I'm always expecting perfection out of them, when I can't even expect perfection out of myself, there's going to be a disconnect. And I don't want that disconnect. And I know you don't want it either. Maybe you have the same problem, you know, that I do with perfectionism, but it's really time for all of us to let that go. Another thing 
I wanted to say to myself is stop getting mad and blowing things out of proportion because your perception of reality is skewed. And that's true. When when we focus on perfection, it's not real. We can never attain it. So our reality is skewed and nobody's ever going to live up to that expectation of perfection. We just got to let it go. Progress is better than perfection. It means you're moving forward. And guess what? That's better than what you're doing now. If you're like me and if it's not going to be perfect, you're just going to stop. No, it's better just to move forward instead of staying stuck. Staying stuck is because you value perfection and perfection is an illusion. It will never be real. So some tips that I I thought for myself and I wrote down is make time to laugh and have fun with my kids. They grow up so fast. I wrote, please try really hard not to lose your temper around them. And if you do, be honest. They know you're human and apologize. I also wrote this. Things will seem bad, really, really bad but it's just your mindset. If you can dig deep and look, you'll find the lesson in every single struggle and heartache. I promise. When I wrote that down, I just, I honestly, I cried. I cried because I was missing my grandpa and I remembered um, when he was dying, how bad everything seemed. My grandpa, um, he had cancer, but he ultimately died of kidney failure. He was going to dialysis a couple times a week, three times a week, and he decided to stop. He was in his 80s, and I'm the one who pushed him and begged him to go to dialysis because he originally didn't want it. And I told him, when you know, when you don't want to do it and you decide you don't want to do it, just try it. But when you don't want to do it, okay, we'll stop and it'll be okay. And I can still remember. Um, he was living in, he was living with um, my, my family and he had our master bedroom and I walked into the room and I was talking to him on the bed and he was sitting up and he said, I don't want to do it anymore. And being a nurse, I knew what that meant and I knew exactly what was, I mean, not exactly what was going to happen, but the medical part of what happens when you die of kidney failure. It was one of the scariest and hardest moments of my whole life. And I just remember I said, okay. And I kissed him on the cheek and I walked away and I cried because I knew, you know, again, I knew the medical part of what he was going to go through and what my family and I would have to watch. And so when I wrote that, that things will seem bad, and you'll, you'll, you know, you'll find the lesson in every single struggle and heartache, I promise. And I just know, like, my, my grandpa was a good man, and he was a hard worker, and I got that from him, and my mom got that from him. So many of his other children and grandchildren got that same work ethic from him. He was an amazing man, and I don't believe that we ever die you know, I know that there is a heaven and that he is still watching over our family and he is still here with us every single day. So the hard part and the bad part was letting him go, but we all learned so much from him and being able to pull in the lessons that I learned from him, that's kind of like 
the the light at the end of the tunnel, the shining star, the the good. I got to have him as my grandpa, and that's the best thing out of everything. So even though there's no time machine, no going back, no way to change anything, and even though I said I cringe at the person that I used to be, I don't regret it because every single thing in my past brought me right here to this moment, and I'm okay with that. Um, What's important now is that I know better. I value the present moment over my idea of what the perfect moment should look like. I take comfort in knowing that I'm making progress towards my goals and some people are ahead of me and that's awesome. I don't need to feel jealous or feel disappointed or like I'm not enough just because I'm not there yet. My time will come just like theirs did and your time will come too. So the ideas that I had for how to choose progress over perfection are really simple. Three simple ideas. Number one, recognize your feelings. You can start by keeping a journal and writing a few lines each day, keeping notes on your phone, or by asking a close friend or spouse to let you know, or your family or your kids, um, to let you know when you start acting up. And by acting up, I mean you're going a little crazy because we all do, and you're focusing on perfection and of progress. Um, Just be mindful. If you ask someone to call you out, don't get mad. Don't get crazy like I can. I'm totally raising my hand right now. I'm working on this too, okay? So just try to see the situation from another point point of view and recognize that feeling of you need this to be perfect, but no, I need to let that go. And how can we get this done? Number two, don't accept defeat. Let go of the negativity. So if you're at this step, you realize something's wrong. You might feel annoyed, angry, or frustrated because things aren't going your way. And that is totally okay to feel those things, but you have to let go of the negative side of it. Like I said before, I would feel so irritated because I felt like my house was always a mess. I felt like the kids didn't care and I was the only one who noticed the messiness. And I would slip into that dark void of negativity, fighting with the kids, fighting with my husband. Everything they did was wrong. It was an absolute terrible, terrible time because I had no idea how to choose progress over perfection. All I know was that I had this idea in my head and that's what I wanted. Nothing more, nothing less. And I was completely wrong, completely wrong. So just when you feel yourself sinking into that negativity, don't accept it. You need to let it go and figure out, you know, maybe write three steps. What can I do right now to to move forward? What can I do right now? Can't change anything that happened, but what can I do right now to move forward? Number three is be consistent. Consistency will mean progress. So if you're goal or your negative catch, you know, something that always catches you into the negativity is the messy house like like a mine was, you need consistency. You need to set a plan in place. That's why I told you about the flylady.net. You have to get on her site and sign up for her emails. That consistency, like I have a plan of what I'm going to clean and what we're going to do every day. You know, big things once a week, and then every day we do little things to help keep the clutter down and keep the house clean. That helps me because we're all, me and my family, we're all moving towards that same goal. We want a clean and comfortable home, not a perfect home, 
a clean and comfortable home. So if, um, you know, if you run an online business and you need to post on social media, you need your plan because you're going to have days where things are going to get bad or things are going to be busy and you're going to feel defeated because you're going to be like, oh, I didn't even work on it. But if you have a plan in place and set things up for yourself the easiest way possible, you'll remain, um, you'll remain consistent. You'll have progress and you'll keep moving forward. So those are my three tips on how to choose progress over perfection. Again, recognize your feelings. Don't accept that negativity. Let it go and be consistent. Make a plan so you have that progress. That's it for today, tonight. I'll be back on Wednesday. And if you want some more positivity, you can go to my blog. It's lovemorelivebless.com or follow me on Instagram. My handle is at lovemore underscore liveblessed.